0: Uh, the book of Matthew chapter number 13 and verse number 9 this morning and I uh, sure am thankful amen I sure am thankful this morning Matthew chapter number 12 and verse number 9 if you're there say amen the Bible said and when he was departed thence he went into their synagogue and behold there was a man which had his hand withered they asked him saying is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days that they might accuse him he said unto them what man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day will he not lay hold on it and lift it out what about that how much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. Then he saith, "Excuse me." Then saith he to the man, "Notice this phrase: stretch forth thine hand." And he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole, like as the other. If The Lord help me this morning. I want to preach on thought I've never preached on it. God's never showed this to me. But I want to preach on this thought. We're going to go to a few passages of Scripture both this morning and tonight. And I want to draw my thought from verse 13 where the Bible said, Then he saith, saith he to the man, stretch forth thine hand. If I could this morning, I want to preach on the outstretched hand. The outstretched hand. Let's pray. Father, we love you this morning. God, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, God, to be in your house. Lord, thank you for the good presence of the Lord that we have already felt. Now, God, I sure don't want to mess nothing up. God, I don't want to hinder or hurt nothing or nobody. So, God, please speak to me this morning and, Lord, speak through me. God, may you get glory and honor from everything that's done. Lord, I cannot preach on my own. And so, Lord, I'm asking you this morning to anoint me to preach the gospel. And Lord, use me for thy glory. Give me power and unction, clarity of mind, clarity of speech. Most of all, Lord, season me in the power of God. And I thank you for all that you do. Help us one more time in Jesus' name and for his lovely sake. And all the Lord's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated. By way of introduction, if I could this morning, I want to say that it is here in this text that my attention is drawn to verse number 13. The Bible said, then saith he, that's Jesus, speaking to the man that had a withered hand. He says this, stretch forth thine hand, and he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole like as the other. Can I say this morning, my friend, there are times and instances all throughout the Word of God and we'll look at a few of those this morning where this phrase, uh, uh, outstretched or to stretch forth or uh, to stretch or to be stretched in the Scriptures, the stretching of hands uh, is all throughout the New Testament of the Bible. Can I say this morning there is significance to an outstretched hand, may I say uh, this morning, I believe. I believe y'all would say amen. It is very significant that Jesus or uh, our Savior or uh, our friend or our Father or you name it. And that's what he is. Isn't it so significant that there is a day, a time in which the Lord has stretched forth or outstretched his hand in our lives. He had to reach. How many of y'all remember the old song? He had to reach way down for me. Amen. Amen. Uh, My friend, there is the outstretching of hands, but can I say first of all this morning when we begin to look at the outstretched hand, uh, I want to say number one that the outstretched hand is for restoration. It is for restoration this morning. What do you mean, preacher? Well, here in our text we find uh, there is a man here with a withered hand. In other words, his hand is not maybe what it once was, and it's definitely not what it should be. Uh, Can I say his hand was not gone? It was still there, but it was lame. It was withered. It was, uh, my friend, drawn up, if you will. It was, uh, my friend, uh, not withered. It ought to be Doing what it ought to do And having the ability that it should have What did this hand need This man's hand needed restored Can I say this morning The definition of restoring Is defined like this Uh, It means to return What has been lost or taken It means to bring back It means to recover It means to cure It means to renew It means to repair And it means to reestablish Shine. Uh, my friend, the keynote here in this text is this. This hand is outstretched, my friend, because number one, if you write notes, you need to write these down. Uh, it's outstretched because of sickness or sin. Uh, this, my friend, is a type and a picture of sin in the life of the believer. Can I say this morning, uh, many of us this morning have not always uh, walked with God. I'm not talking about before being saved, I'm talking about after being saved Uh, may I say this morning at 18 years old, uh, after about destroying my life, you know where I found myself and what I had to do, Uh, my friend God did not come and just pluck me up, I had to make a move myself in this instance, when sin is the problem and restoration is the goal, it is not God outstretching his hand to man, but rather it It's man outstretching his hand to God. Uh, Can I say this is the outstretched hand of man. This man is stretching out his hand towards God as a result of his sickness or a type, a picture of sin. May I say this morning that some of us need to be restored. There's people who attend this church that are not here. They need to be restored. What does that mean? It means to be returned back uh, to what has been lost or taken. It means that need brought back. They need recovered. They need cured. They need renewed and repaired and reestablished. How I many all has been restored uh, along your life's Christian journey? I'm telling you, thank God for the outstretched hand. Uh, my friend, that we as, as men can stretch out our hand to God. And boy, isn't it good to know that He'll never leave you up with your hand just hanging stretched out. Uh, oh, but God, will take you by the hand when this man stretches his hand out to God the Bible said he's made whole he's restored he's renewed that sickness or that sin is overcome and forgiven my friend the outstretched hand is for restoration and restoration is for sinners or those who are sick can I say this is not just to those who are lost but I'm really preaching it to the saved My friend, the outstretched hand of of restoration, it's to to renew something to its former condition. Uh, Can I say this? You do not extend uh, that outstretched hand uh, of restoration towards God for sonship. Can I get a witness? This man uh, in Typhoid. Just saved a Christian with sin or sickness, uh, and he's restored, his hands made whole, like unto as the other. Uh, My friend, uh, uh, when we are restored, it's not restored back into sonship. We're never lost, amen. We're never forgot about. There's nothing that can separate us uh, from the love of God, but really, uh, when we're reaching out a hand, uh, the outstretched hand of restoration, it's to renew, reinstate reestablish fellowship between us and the Lord. I'm glad I've got a day in my life where I can take you to a place where I outstretched or stretched out my hand. And what was it for, preacher? For restoration to make that hand what it was supposed to be to make my life you know what God's so y'all know my testimony uh, God spoke to me as 18 year old boy and I'm tell- I am telling—I didn't just make this up I'm telling you this is this is what he said loud and clear when I looked in that mirror I mean I remember it all vividly buddy I'm telling you I looked in that mirror and God spoke really just, just took time and spoke to me for the first time since I was 14 and living in sin all my teenage years and said this is not you and I said okay Lord you're And God broke my heart And I got under conviction And I remember for a couple days The boy was eating at me And I told the Lord If you'll take me back I'll come And Lord if you'll use me Whatever you want I'll do it You know what I had to do I had to reach out God spoke to me But He did not come and force me Out of my situation He did not come and pry me Out of my sin He just let me know This is not who you are In other words You have taken Taking on a different appearance. You are not operating like you once were. You are not being identified as what you should be. You're a child of God. So what did I need? Did I need saved? No. I needed restored. I needed put back to my former condition. Does everybody follow me? I needed renewed, repaired, reestablished. And so when I stretched out my hand towards God, it was for restoration of fellowship this morning. And I say this this morning, you can be healed or saved and not be whole. Did you know that? I can take you over to the book of Luke. We won't read it for sake of time. Uh, but in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 9, there are 10 lepers there. And the Bible said that they come to the Lord and the Lord cleanses and heals all 10. And the Bible said they were healed. And they run off and they, they left the Lord. And along that journey, one of them turns back. And he goes back to the Lord and begins to fall at his feet and praise him. And here's what the Bible said. The Bible said out of those 10 lepers, they were all ten healed but notice this, only one was made whole, what is this outstretched hand of restoration may I say you were healed so so to speak, when you were saved, but you can be saved and not be whole, just like this lepers, they were healed, but only one was made whole, why, because he came back, and he stretched out his hand, if you will uh, my friend, there's a fellowship, a renewed relationship there, uh, he was set apart it's a picture restoration of fellowship it brings forth sanctification he was made whole my friend may I say we must identify when sin and sickness come between us and the Lord and when there's blemishes that are created to his good name and his good reputation my friend when we bring shame to his name it's not that he righteous off the books. It's not that it crosses us out of the family but we have allowed something to come between us and Him and in order to be restored there must be an outstretched hand. I wish to God that there'd be some people that would quit wallowing around in their sin. All you've got to do is stretch out your hand and God can restore you this morning. In order to find restoration, mankind must reach towards God with an outstretched hand. Can I say some of you are saved as the Apostle Paul, but you have allowed self-pleasure and sin to create distance in your relationship with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. What do you got to do to overcome that? You've got to extend an outstretched hand towards God. And when you do, God will restore you. Can I say This morning there's all kinds of people uh, That are saved but they're living their life In guilt, they're living their life In shame, they're living their life In regret, they're living their life In conviction, they're living their life In heaviness, they're living their life In unhappiness, they're living their life In filth and in pain but my friend if all you got uh, Is a lame hand I've come to tell you uh, Stretch out your hand to the Lord Uh, He'll not only heal you uh, uh, But after he he heals you he'll restore you and make you whole yes, the outstretched hand it is for restoration but then secondly we'll, we'll stay here and end here this morning not only is it for restoration but secondly the outstretched hand is for reclamation reclamation look in Matthew 14 with me boy when you start studying words and phrases it's amazing what you'll learn what God will show you. Go to Matthew 14 this morning. Look in verse 22. If you there, say amen. <clears throat> Matthew 14, 22. The Bible says this. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get to the ship. And to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. When he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. when Peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water to go to Jesus but when he saw that the wind was boisterous he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried saying Lord save me and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him Oh, thou little faith wherefore didst thou doubt may I say that number one the outstretched hand was for restoration that is man reaching their hand up to God. Did everybody see that? That that withered hand, that man that had a sickness or sin had to reach out to God. But here we see a different scenario. Man is unable to reach out to God. And so at this point God reaches, stretches out towards man. Uh, Can I say it is reclamation? What is that preacher? It means to recover or to rescue. Uh, Do you know what the hand of God does here in our text? It rescues Rescues, oh sinking Peter. Uh, can I say the keynote in this, in this passage of scripture is this this hand is outstretched because of sinking? At uh, the first hand was outstretched because of sin. How many of y'all have ever had sin come into your life? And because sin came into your life, you had to outstretch your hand for renewal and for restoration. But then, how many of y'all had times of sinking? Uh, not sin, but sinking that uh, uh, show up in your life, and you, you're you're about to go under. Uh, you can't stretch out your hand. You're you're trying to keep yourself afloat. Uh, and if you offer a hand, you'll go down in the wind and waves. But ain't it good to know uh, that in those times, in times of sinking and times of storms, uh, that there is an outstretched hand from God to man. Uh, in sin, man must stretch his hand to God. But in storms, God can stretch His hand. I'm here to tell you this morning uh, uh, It is here in our text Where the Lord stretches out his hand And it's an act of reclamation Or recovering or rescuing this morning Uh, uh, May I say this is the very outstretched hand of God I need y'all to follow where I'm headed this morning Uh, uh, Peter finds himself uh, He's in a place where he's unstable And he's unable uh, to stretch forth his own hand to God his hands are fighting for his life he's simply trying to keep his head above the waters anybody listen to me has anybody ever been there I believe it was physically impossible for Peter to reach high enough when he began to sink oh but may I say it was not impossible for God to reach low enough to touch Peter glory to God friend Peter Peter was not in a position to touch Christ but Christ is always in a position that he can touch us may I say the outstretched hand of God reached down to a level in which Peter found himself seeking and suffering in the storm oh but the hand of God was steadfast and the hand of God was sure may I say you can rely this morning on the outstretched hand of God to be steadfast When you're unstable And sure when you're sinking May I say I see a few things Here in our text this morning We'll camp here and be dying Uh, Worth mentioning this morning About the outstretched hand of God In times of sinking Why did God Have to bring him up out of the water Why did Peter begin to sink Why was there this situation Notice first of all This morning when looking out At the outstretched hand of God in times of sinking. Number one, I see the reason for the outstretched hand of reclamation. The reason for the outstretched in 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 Matthew twelve we see the outstretched hand of man to God, and the reason for that was sickness or the withered hand or sin, and how we must do the same when sin enters our life. That outstretched hand brings forth restoration. But here we see the hand of God is outstretched to man, and that outstretched man from a uh, hand from God that uh, brings reclamation or rescuing or reclaiming. Uh, he brought him back up out of the. City. Out of the sin if you will Out of the sinking Out of the storm Uh, Why? Number one we see the reason For the outstretched hand of reclamation Uh, May I say first of all Peter was in need of the outstretched hand of God Number one because he forgot what was said What do you mean preacher? What is the reason for the outstretched hand Of reclamation? Number one He forgot what was said Look in verse 29 I hope y'all are getting this And he Who is that? That's Jesus That's Jesus Verse 27 Straightway Jesus spake unto them Saying be good cheer Peter answered him Said Lord if it be thou Bid me to come unto thee And he The Lord Jesus said Come Does everybody see that? What is the reason behind this outstretched hand? Why did God have to reach out and reclaim or rescue Peter? Number one, because, uh, may I say, Peter was in the need of this outstretched hand because he forgot what was said. What do you mean, preacher? Well, can I say that Jesus would not have told Peter to come if it was not possible for him to come? Uh, Peter had a word from the Lord, uh, but he forgot about the word. Uh, What are you saying, preacher? I'm trying to tell you that storms are coming in your life and you will sink when you don't have to sink my friend you'll go down in the storm when you don't have to go down in the storm you say I can't do this no you can't but if God bids you to come you can come if God says you can walk on the water of this storm you can walk on the water of that storm God has given us a word he's made us a promise he said he never leave us why do we sit in question god why have you left me alone why do we do that because you forgot about the word he said he'd never leave you that means he won't why do you sit and say God why won't you hear me when he promised uh, if you'd pray and call upon him with no sin and iniquity in Jesus name that he'd hear your prayers why do you sink in those thoughts uh, because you forgot about the word uh, why in the world how uh, do you feel like you can't ever get over that temptation because you forgot about the word where he said in verse Corinthians 10 that he's always made a way of escape I'm telling you Peter that the reason for the outstretched hand of God of reclamation or rescuing in the storm of Peter's life is because Peter forgot about the word Jesus said come when Peter stepped out of the boat guess what he forgot about The Lord's the one that bid him. And if he told him to walk on water, guess what that meant he could do? But he forgot about that word. How many times in the storms of life do you forget about the promises of God? You know what you'll do when you start letting those promises slip? You'll start sinking. Notice secondly, may I say Peter was in need of the outstretched hand of God not only because he forgot about the Word, but secondly, he focused on the wind. He forgot about the Word, but he focused on the wind. Look at verse 30. The Bible said, but when he what? Saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Now let me ask you a question. Do we walk by sight? 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. So what had just come under attack? When when, when Peter forgot about the word, and he, he looked, listen, that's why the Bible says that we're to hide his word in our heart. It, when Peter forgot about the word, the next thing you notice, uh, my friend, he is focused on the wind. You know what happened in the storms of your life? You'll lose sight of the Savior when you forget about the word. And you'll focus all your sight on the storm that you're in. And by doing so, guess what comes under attack? Your faith your faith comes under attack when he saw the wind boisterous to see is to not have faith we don't walk by sight we walk by faith not by sight may I say when you forget about the word from the Lord and you forget about the word of God and his promises you will soon after focus on the winds uh, that are blowing in your life that's why Paul told us that we walk by faith and not by sight may I say when you forget about the word you'll then start focusing on the wind because the word is your only form of faith this morning. I hope y'all are hearing me. The Word is your only form of faith. Well, how do you know that? Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by and hearing by. Why don't it say, so then faith cometh by seeing? Because seeing is not faith. Matter of fact, the Bible says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so when you begin to see the storm, listen to me. I wish to God, somebody hear me. When you begin to focus and see your storm, more than you see your Savior, your faith is under attack. Amen. You want to know why your faith is under attack and why you're seeing the wind? Because you're, why you're focused on the wind? Because you forgot about His Word. Amen. These two things go together. The word of God told Peter to come But he forgot about the word That was his only form of faith So when he forgot about the word He then natural instinct Focused on the wind Everybody see that uh, The Bible said in verse 31 Immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand Caught him and said unto him O thou of little Amen. Do you see what Jesus is questioning him about Write this down This is something the Lord gave me I didn't get it out of the commentary or Google This is something the Lord gave me this week Write it down very simple. But boy, it's, it's helpful. It's, help, it's helped me. Write this down. Faith can't be seen. It must be sown. You can't see faith. You've got to sow faith. What do we sow uh, how do we sow an in faith and how do we sow seeds to gain faith? You sow through and by the word of God. It is that incorruptible seed that's undefiled that faith is not away. it's pure and holy. Faith can never, ever. if you can see it, it ain't faith. Are you listening? If you've got hundred thousand dollars in the bank and you write a check for twenty thousand dollars, you didn't write it by faith because you've seen. You have the money. See what I'm saying? Amen. But when you have negative money in your account and you put $5 in the offering, you know what you've done? Give by faith. Does everybody see that? Why? Because you cannot see that this is going to work out. Right. Matter of fact, when you look at it, it ain't going to work out. But by faith, faith now, faith this is the substance of things hoped for. There's a whole lot of hope that goes on during faith. And the evidence of things not seen. So there is evidence that this is going to work. But we can't see it. But thank God he can. Therefore comes the quote from the Holy Ghost. To my heart, faith is not seen. It is sown. And what are we sowing with? The word of God. Had Peter sown that word into his heart? When Jesus said come, he would not have sank. He would not have focused on the wind had he not forgot about the word. His focus shifted because his faith had slipped. His focus shifted because his faith had slipped. You know what? The Bible says in Hebrews 2:1, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. You want to know why I preach to you and why the whole time I'm preaching I'm saying, Pay attention. Listen up. Don't get distracted. Leave the kids alone. Don't go to the bathroom a hundred times. Why do you do that? This is how your faith is increased. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I don't want to see some of y'all sink in the seas and in the storms of life. You may not need this right now, but you may need it tonight and you need the word of God to be sown into your heart so you can live by faith. When you ain't paying no attention you miss church, you want to know why it worries me to death? Because I'm thinking God may have something for them that they really going to need or maybe need right now. And they missed it. You know what I see? What my fears are? Sinking, sh- sinking sheep. Yeah. That scares me. I feel responsible for each of your lives. Now, I, I'm not talking about f- physically, spiritually. Matter of fact, the Bible says I'm going to give an account for you, every one of y'all. Hello? Amen. And so when you... you, you see, it's not... A, I, I've been accused of things like this where he's all time on us, be there. He's, he's a control freak. No. It's not what it's about. Right, right. I'm not trying to control you. I, I, I try to, I'm trying to keep you above water. Right. Yes. Man. Man. I, not, I don't want to be your boss. I, I don't want to have to come to your family and the way hours of the night and everybody's hearts is broke and try to in world to find where you're at in the bottom of the sea. I just try to keep from dying in the storms of life. Because I know if you don't get everything you can get, here, your faith is the thing that's going to suffer. Amen. And without faith, it is impossible. So how will your life please the Lord if you're lacking in the area of faith? It can and it won't. Right. And so you know what I'm doing every single Sunday morning, Sunday night Wednesday, I am strengthening your faith according to the Word of God. Because faith kind of by hearing hear by the word of God. And Peter, why did Peter lose faith? Why did, did Peter focus on the wind and fear? What's the opposite of faith? Fear. What's the opposite of fear? Faith. Why did Peter lack in faith? And, and why was he overwhelmed in fear? Because he forgot the word, the word of God. He said, come. And when you forget the word, you'll focus on the wind. And when you focus on the winds of life, you will sink in the storm. Now I say your sight will sink you, but your faith will save you. I need an amen right there. Had Peter held on to the word from God, he would have stayed above the water. When looking at the outstretched hand of reclamation or the outstretched hand in times of sinking, not only do we see the reason for the outstretched hand. Why? What was the reason that God had to outstretch his hand? Why does God have to reach out to us? By the way, has anybody ever been there? In the storm. Do I got anybody here that thought you'd never make it out, but somehow you did? Can I tell you why? It was not because you were able to reach up to Him. When you're you're sinking, you know what that means? He began to sink. There was no possibility. There was no stability. There was nothing under Him to hold Him up to give Him leverage to reach up to God. Any of y'all ever had the bottom fall out? Amen. You can't reach to God. Your hands are just trying to keep you from dying. I mean, I can see Him right now. Can't you all Trying to win the world and make sure He didn't go down in waves or boisterous? That wind's boisterous and those waves are crashing. And during those times, it's the outstretched hand of God to man. Reclamation or rescuing. We see the reason. Why did that hand have to be outstretched? Because Peter forgot the Word and because he forgot the Word, his faith was decreased. Then he focused on the wind. But then, thirdly, secondly, thirdly, when, when looking at the outstretched hand in those times of sinking, I see the reaction of the outstretched hand. We see the reason for the outstretched hand. He forgot the word, focused on the wind. But now we see the reaction of the outstretched hand. Look at verse thirty-one. The first two words. What do they say? That means right then. I'm going to let that sink in for some of y'all. He began to sink, and it was his own fault. He forgot about the Word. He focused on the wind. He began to sink, and immediately. The reaction of the outstretched hand Ain't you glad that just when it seems like it's all over and you're about to go under, that the hand of God is stretched out right on time? Can I say He's never one time failed to rescue me when I've called on His name? The Bible says that Peter cries out and says, Lord, save me. Boy, it's a tight in of picture. Salvation for sure. But how many times have you prayed that same prayer after you've been saved? And it wasn't save my soul, it saved my life, saved my mind. Come on somebody Don't act like Presbyterians Save my marriage Save my children Save my home Save my church Save my I mean I can't tell you the times I've cried out I've been sinking Even because of my own fault I forgot about his words And then I focused on the wind My faith was decreased And I was about to go under And I cried out Save me And immediately Look at the reaction Immediately There's an outstretched hand in Peter's life I really believe Peter was fixing the sink, but just as soon as he called out for help, immediately he was met by an outstretched hand. Somebody ought to take about three and a half days to praise the Lord that the reaction of his outstretched hand is right on time. How many of y'all were fixing to really go off in the deep end, so to speak? You were sinking in the seas of life because of your lack of faith and your lack of focus. But here came Jesus. I'm looking at you. I'm about to get excited for y'all. Y'all ain't going to get excited for yourself, but I'm going to shout for you because I'm looking at people, I'm looking at an entire room who ain't supposed to be here today, but here you are. I'm looking at a whole room full of people who wasn't supposed to make your way back uh, from the far country, but here you are. I'm looking at a room full of people who had no chance of surviving that last storm that you have went through or you're going through, but here you are. What made the difference in our life? What made the difference in your life? There's only one thing that kept you it was the outstretched hand of God down towards man this morning it's not just good for sinners that's Matthew 12 the outstretched hand of man reaching up towards God for restoration it's not just good for those in sin it's not just good for sinners it's good for sinkers you know what I'm looking at? some of y'all were sinking. Yes, we're all sinners, but some of y'all have been sinkers. Yes. Yeah. God healed you, but then you got out of fellowship and you needed made whole again. Yeah. You were sinking. Man. Your life was headed down. Amen. But now it's headed up. Why? An outstretched hand. You had to reach out a year ago. But by you reaching out, what you also find is for restoration. God reached down mm-hmm. the restoration the, rest the Hello? Amen. Oh, man, see, that's why I said I can't never get down as good. Because when God gave me this stuff, I've got to start keeping holes in the walls. What He was doing for me because I know where I was. At 18, yes, I had to reach up towards God for restoration. That was me saying, I'm sick, my hands withered, I have sinned, I need healed, I need to be made whole. But I couldn't do nothing about sin. Right, right, right. There There's no way I was getting myself up out of my clay. Right. There's no way I was bringing my life that was sunk and sinking at a very rapid rate. There's no way I've got to admit it. I can't do this. Right. That's what Jesus wants. That's what the Lord wants to hear. That's ultimately what Peter's saying. Lord, save me. In other words, I had not saved myself. I'm sinking. God said, Okay. You've got an outstretched hand. I see that outstretched hand from, from man to me for restoration. So now here's my outstretched hand from, from God to man for reclamation or for rescue. Yeah. Bring us up from wherever we were. That's well, good stuff. Amen. Amen. May I say the outstretched hand of God is for reclamation and reclamation is for sinners. May I say this this morning, my friend. It's, it's been that outstretched hand of God that has reclaimed me, recovered me, rescued me from the storms. Most of them that I have voluntarily began to sink in. Can I say Peter chose this? I don't like that. Well, he did. What do you mean? God, the Lord Jesus said, come. But he forgot about the word. That's on him, not God. And then he focused on the whim. That's on him, not God. How many of y'all found yourself sinking and it was nobody's fault but your own? Isn't it amazing that he still cares and will still offer that outstretched hand? And I say I'm glad God's faithfulness to me ain't dictated by my faithfulness to him. My friend, it's an outstretched hand of restoration when I reach towards God, but it's an outstretched hand of reclamation when God, my friend, reaches out towards me. I thank the Lord that there's an outstretched hand this morning. I'll ask you something this morning, and I'm going to be done. We'll pick up on point three tonight. I've got four. I'm going to preach two of them. That's what the Lord told me to do. That's what I'm doing. I wonder who it is this morning. Brother Christie would come. I wonder who's here this morning. And I believe if I've that, out, those folks may do this with God. Who is here this morning? And God is looking for an outstretched hand of restoration. That means God's wanting some of y'all to reach out to now But there's some of y'all who are sinking, And you need God to outstretch his hand towards you. You can't do nothing about where you're at. You're and the reason you're sinking is because you forgot about the word. Your faith is, is about this big. It's not God's song. You forgot about the word. Because you forgot about the words of God you you not hit real deep in your heart. Now you're focused on the sea. You're focused on the winds in your life. You're overwhelmed. You're o- you, can't, you can't go one day without the storms of life. Pray this morning, Lord, save. Come back in your soul. Talk about in circumstances. Restore. It. You need to realize, God, it's my fault that I'm sinking, but I'm sinking. So, Lord, I know I'm to a place I can I can extend my outreach, outreach hand to you. But God, and I know, thank the Lord, i saw him sure, Father, that He is always in position. He can stretch out His hands everybody see how it's we stretch out hands, Some of y'all need restored, swords, some of y'all need your, sword, some y'all need your sword. Whatever you need, let's do this. love Bless the invitation this morning. Please, God, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen.